This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Hope you're having a great day. And it is time now to talk some Cowboys play calling to be specific. Here is your host, Eric Giafalo. Okay, so it seems like it's it's McCarthy, right? He's he's going to be calling these plays. Yep, McCarthy. He's calling these plays. The Jones said yesterday. Okay, so he bring he's going to bring in an OC of sorts. Do we have any feel for where that's going? By the way, because yeah, I, I keep going, especially after the the offensive line hire that they made. It seems like the Schottenheimer situation is the most likely still. Uh, that would be my guess here. Well, we Brian, we we were talking earlier in the week that Schottenheimer, we were getting some doubts on that potentially. Uh, and then they talked with the Panthers, a coordinator from the Panthers, and they're talking with somebody else, I believe. I just need to pull up his name. Thomas so we, Brown of the Rams, I believe. Rams, Thomas Brown yeah. of the Rams. And that one's fun. That dude's gotten some head coaching interviews, I believe. Sure. Um, if 38 not, years old guy. Yeah. yeah. Young you say dude. Rams, I perked up. I know, me too, man. Me too. I like the idea of that. Okay, well, that's good. Maybe well, maybe it's not going to be the Schottenheimer thing. I thought with that O-line coach yesterday, and they were together, Schottenheimer and Solari were the play caller and there, O-line there is a coach connection. in Seattle. We know about the ties to Schottenheimer I don't think and McCarthy. it's dead. I don't think okay. it's dead with Schottenheimer. And I, I think what's going to have to happen is you got Solari who can coach the offensive line like, like Mike wants it. You're probably going to get – uh, Scott Tolzien, maybe as the quarterback coach here. Okay. So Tolzien, he was like a, an assistant uh, to Kellen Moore and, and, and to Doug Nussmeyer and those guys. He was kind of a quality control guy, an assistant that was helping out. Used to quarterback Wisconsin, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then he was a Packers draft pick with exactly. McCarthy. Exactly. So I think you're going to see that. I still think there's a shot that maybe, there, 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 maybe you can get one of these coordinators – in title, and I'm talking about Nixon from the Carolina. Yeah, Jeff Nixon. Jeff Nixon would be because I, I just kind of feel like that they might do something that they did 20 years ago, and that was have Mo Cawthon, Maurice Cawthon, be for Parcells. He was the OC running back coach, but he didn't call plays. Sean called plays. Well, Bill really called plays, but Sean. So there, you might have a situation to get one of these guys out of Carolina or get him out of the Rams. You give them the OC title, yeah, and then that kind of promotes them in a way. Oh wait, they're offensive coordinator, but they're really not offensive coordinator. Yeah. But you got it a lot now. So now I think the I think getting rid of Skip Pete tells you a lot what is going on with maybe with uh, with Ezekiel Elliott here. I think that's something. Those those were extremely close, and now that you moved on from Skip, mm, makes maybe, it a little bit easier. It was quite yeah. the nugget that Chill gave us yesterday yeah. to end that interview. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, you can go ahead and repeat it, what he was saying. I mean, if you want yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, he, he basically said, look, when, when Skip Pete, they decided to move on from him, Zeke is his boy. 
Yeah. And the second they decided to do that, to paraphrase, he felt like that was, if you read the room, they're probably looking to move on from Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Not that they, you know, don't love Zeke, and maybe yeah. if the money works, then things will change, as they talked about yesterday, but it's probably, you move on from Skip P, you're probably moving on from Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, well, uh, looking at some of the things that Kellen Moore was doing, look at some, looking at some things that Mike McCarthy did in his past when he was a play caller, there are some some takeaways here of what you might be able to expect, and and one of the things I think we're all hoping for is the the play action passing game and the the usage of motion, especially motion at the snap. And it's funny, 2019 when Kellen Moore took over, it was the year that the the Cowboys ranked the highest uh, in terms of their use of play action and motion and motion at the snap, and that was their best year. When you look at their like their offensive DVOA for 2019, that was the highest it ever was under Kellen Moore, and that was the year they were top 10 in play action rank, they were 12th in motion, and they were 16th uh, at motion at the snap. I think you'll see a ton. When you watch the Super Bowl, see a ton of motion with the Chiefs and the Eagles and motion at the snap. You saw a ton of it with the Niners. Mm-hmm. Like These teams that are getting to the end here offensively, they bring this to the table, and Kellen Moore never got better than 16th, middle of the pack of the sport, in terms of motion at the snap. Yeah, and it, that was his first year, and then wow. this past year, uh, it was 16th. So it was always middle Ooh. of the pack, and that's one of the frustrations. And we talk about Kellen Moore and the inconsistency, and the the big picture numbers always looked very gaudy, but week to week, it was like, okay, what what is the? Do they have much of an identity? Does this no. play caller have something that he that he leans on a little bit? And when you run through, it's for the most part they're middle of the pack in everything in terms of how often they use play action, how often they're using motion, how often they're doing all these different things, and it's always just goes back to middle of the pack. He didn't have any one thing that he leaned on, so it felt very week to week, and there were great highs and great lows. But he never really established anything. Hey, my quarterback's really good at play action. Maybe I should be top five or ten in play action rate all the time because my quarterback's really good at that. And the one year you did do that, you had the best offense that you ever had when you were the play caller. Is there numbers that support anything that Mike McCarthy's done as a play caller, like these numbers you're talking about? Like you mentioned, Kellen Moore didn't want to do this or didn't want to do that. Is there something that you, when you go back instead, I mean, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there. No, 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 you're good. Uh, I think you saw Aaron Rodgers was known for not liking the motion stuff. He was one of the, still a little bit more old school. He liked, he like now you see these, the motion puts the defense on their heels. Uh, but I guess Aaron Rodgers just liked a stagnant offense, stagnant, so he could just see everything that was going on. That's the way that he so liked do you, it. Do you fear that's what you're going to see? No, I mean I, you're, you're just supporting the fact that Kellen Moore hasn't been very good at it. But then you just told me, and and I, I'm not trying to slam you or anything with your your talk here, but if you're telling me that 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 Rogers didn't like it, well, does that you know does that mean that okay, that's how McCarthy's going to? I think it's game? more so on Aaron well, Rodgers. Lafleur got him to do it. That's the crazy thing about Green Bay. McCarthy wanted him to do it. Rodgers wouldn't do it. And then when new coach arrived, he's like, hey, coach, what do you want to do? All right, sounds good. And he blew up into MVP Rodgers again. You know, so I I think the takeaway is if your quarterback is barking back at less motion, you got to explain it to him. I don't care what you're comfortable with. Here's the numbers. And we're going to try this for a long time. 
before we decide to go away from it because we have to get the defense out of position. Yeah. And if you got to get used to this new set of buzzing things around you in order to get the defense out of position, then that's the bridge we're going to cross. And I think that's exactly why the Cowboys keep saying Dak Prescott needs a new voice in his ear. Right. In the last, well, even last year, we were hearing that Aaron Rodgers doesn't like to be under center. He prefers the shotgun. Well, they had to make that adjustment halfway through the season with Matt LaFleur saying, buddy, we got to do some more play action under center. And you saw how their offense was able to really take off the second half of the season. So Aaron yeah. Rodgers doesn't always know what's best for him in the offense. Yeah. And and it's it's a fair question, Broadus, to compare to McCarthy. And that's one of the things that I struggle with uh, when evaluating McCarthy is like he was super high in early down passing rate. And that's one of the things that I would love to see. Like Kellen Moore is turning around and hand okay. the ball off all the time. McCarthy with the Packers was a guy that really liked to throw the ball early and often. And they found great success doing that. Now right. he had one of the best quarterbacks we've ever seen. But that's also something that I struggle with. How much of it was Aaron Rodgers decided? on first down that they're passing the ball and second down passing the ball. So I'm presenting you some things here. I don't fully know what I can guarantee to expect from McCarthy because I don't know how much was dictated by him or Rodgers when it comes to at the line of scrimmage. McCarthy might have wanted wanted the the run play on first down and Rodgers just said to hell with that. So that's why I don't really know. I'm giving you, you what mean, we've seen. Okay. But what, what we've seen from Mike McCarthy that I know for sure of when he was the play caller with the Packers, and it's something that I would invite here, is being an offense that throws the ball on early downs more often than not. And there, so, But again, I don't know if that was Rodgers or McCarthy. Yeah, is there, okay, is there a sample size of how the games are called with Schottenheimer? Because whoever's the OC, I think, is going to be a guy that's going to influence how – Mike McCarthy calls these games. Yeah, well, m- m- you, Brian Schottenheimer was a guy that that loved doing play action, but also loved running the ball. Like they were always high up in okay. play action rates okay. and in running the ball early downs, whatever. But it is funny because the Seahawks ran the ball on about fifty-two percent of their first down plays when Schottenheimer was the play caller, and that's less than what Kellen Moore was actually running the ball. Kellen Moore is running the ball fifty-seven percent of the time on first down. Mm which was even higher than what Schottenheimer was doing. And Schottenheimer's known for being a guy that loves to turn around and hand the ball off. Do you think that maybe that he was in a situation that he felt like he could still run the ball even with Terrence still being out because he had a Hall of Fame right tackle? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he. I'm sure he felt that I mean, way. It wasn't how like, quickly? It, it how wasn't quickly like, did you see that that wasn't the case? No, no. But I'm just saying, though. I mean, that's confidence in a player. If if Matt Willets goes over there or balls over there, and you're still running it on first down, you're an idiot. But he's probably thinking like, you know what? I got a Hall of Fame right tackle now. Right. You know? Well, in the first well, game we saw him in Jacksonville, he looked pretty damn good. And then how quickly did that change, though? It changed pretty quickly, Broadus, where you came in here and said, I was wrong about Tyron being better than Terrence Steele. I would like no, my no, offensive coordinator I, I, I to just, see that I as wonder, well. I wonder, if, you know, like I'm saying, the coordinators probably had a lot of faith that he could continue first down runs and he feels like he's got a better right tackle than the one, maybe the one he, you know, the one that was a starter. Yeah, and that's fair to do for maybe a game. And then you realize over the course of five games with Tyron Smith, we don't have as good a tackle as we thought we were going to have. So you have to be able to adjust there, I yeah. would think. But with or without Tyron Smith, with a healthy Terrence Steele, whether, I mean, look at any year you want. Kellen Moore is turning, turning around and handing the ball off at a, at a pretty a, a substantial rate on early downs. And just for me personally, I'd love to see an offense that didn't do that. And one thing that's giving me some level of hope is Mike McCarthy, when he was the play caller with the pass, uh, the Packers, they did pass the ball early and often. 
But again, I, I don't know how much of that was Aaron Rodgers dictating things at the line of scrimmage and and that's just something I don't know, and I, I don't know how pretty, we can actually find that out. I think it's out. a good sample size on Mike because some of it dates back to even before Rodgers was there, and it was that other quarterback, number four, as well. So I think a, lot, a large a large study of what we have here is based on it is McCarthy and not and, – and you can probably say, all right, this is him and not so much of the Rodgers changing stuff pre-snap. Do you think we're going to get more concepts, more variants with the routes with no. McCarthy? No. You I don't really, expect that? I really don't, no. Okay. Well, that's certainly disappointing. I think you. I think that's something we would all like to see more of. Uh, and I think with with Schottenheimer, you not saw the, a little bit the, more of that. That's not the West Coast stuff, though. Yeah, Calvin Watkins had a piece yesterday afternoon in, in the morning news after talking with the Joneses at the Senior Bowl and said slants and throws to running backs. Yeah, that's the, the that's the, the main thing. Yeah, John Owning was even talking about. We were laughing about it this morning. I was talking about the slant some, flat is obviously flat, a staple yeah, call, yeah, there, right? Yeah, exactly. But not much of the hitch stuff. We're not going to get a bunch of guys just turning Spot, around. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, you're gonna get some of that. You're gonna stuff. get plenty of that. Well, yeah. that's certainly a bummer. Uh, blogging the boys mentioned like one way that uh, the next offensive coordinator could help things out is by using uh, the tight ends in more various ways. When you look at how That's much... That's a Green Bay way of playing. I would yeah. love that. And you got the tight ends to do it now. Yeah, because, I mean, you had three... Say what you want about Schultz, but you have three solid guys. You saw midway point of the season, okay, we got three tight ends that we can get some use out of here. And they were pretty much exclusively using the Fergushot combo as blockers. And so it's like, okay, okay, like 75% of Ferguson's play here this year was as a blocker. Could you have gotten a little bit more creative in the way you used him, especially when you saw some of his yak ability throughout the season? Absolutely. Whether he's Euro stepping into the end zone or I believe it was the Tampa game where he skirts out and boom, 34 there's yards, a 34-yard yeah. yeah. play. Yeah. For him. So you'd like to have a coordinator that we talk about getting your stars involved, but also don't maybe pigeonhole some of these dudes that you find, okay, we got something here with Ferguson. We don't have to 75% of the time he's on the field just – make him be a blocker or a hinder shot like let's use these guys in a variety of different ways and create some more mismatches here because you got that with with these tight ends you struck gold a little bit so I mean there's there's a there's another way that you could help things as the next offensive coordinator and it sounds like maybe that's one way Mike McCarthy might advance things so that's certainly good. hope so you know I think giving Dak uh, options to get the ball out quicker you know, it would be a huge one as far as, hey, this guy is going to be open. Like, finding guys open the longer the play goes, I, I think that's that's kind of kryptonite. Um, and certainly there have been some big plays, you know, that that are made, but I, I think depending on that is not the path. Thank you so much, Chiafalo. It is going to be a fascinating offseason to see what exactly changes and how much better it can be. NFL News of the Day with Woolchuck's coming up. Zach, what do you have in mind for us? Travis Kelsey has a strong message for Chief. Chiefs fans head of the Super Bowl and did this former giant take it too far with the Brady retirement next on the fan we really need new phones T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month new iPhone 15s it's better over here. only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.